This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal preview show. I look at which we go ahead and have a see at what's coming up next for Arsenal and indeed Arsenal play against Fulham on Saturday. What is potentially our toughest test uh, of the season so far, mainly because of a certain Alexandra Mitrovic, who is going to be a pretty tough test for our defenders. We're going to talk all about that and more with our guests, which I'll introduce to you in just a minute. First things first, though, I need to talk about a couple of things. First of all, this week's prize on Football Prize, as I mentioned this morning, is a signed Dennis Bergkamp shirt. Link to the competition is in the description. You can win plenty of extra prizes as well. Make sure you check out the terms and conditions uh, in the competition to find out more information there. But there's about uh, three quarters or so, I think, of tickets have now been sold. So you are running out of time to grab your own. I also need to tell you about a live show that is happening on the 2nd of September in London. Uh, if you would like to come along, tickets are five, just over £5, I think. And that is a donation towards the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. But our good friend Magic Mike from the Gooners podcast is hosting this. Uh, I am one of the guests alongside some fantastic other panellists like Sophie from the Highbury Squad, FK from Latte Firm, Harry Simeu from the Chronicles of Aguna and James Benj from CBS Sports. So if you would like to come along and join us on uh, that Friday night on the 2nd of September, a link to all the information on that is in the description. It's being held at the Ridley Road Social Club in North London. So if you're local or nearby or can make the trip down on that Friday evening, Go get your tickets because uh, they are going to be selling rather quickly up until that date. And there's only, I think, a seating for around 100. So it's pretty limited. So you don't want to miss out on those tickets if they do go. But let's jump into today's preview. Uh, let's first of all introduce Kian. How are you doing, mate? You good? You well? Yeah, all good. Happy to be back on. Let's go again. How is uh, the world of Arsenal treating you? Is it good? Is it well? As I said on my last part I was on, I've never been so excited. Three from three. Yak delighted mm, absolutely can't complain we're also joined uh, across the pond by jeremy how you doing mate you good how are you doing doing, doing all right uh, just saw that pepe's the majority of pepe's hours being covered by knees so don't know how i do manage that but props <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair play i love this jeremy knows where he's at coming on dropping news like he's hosting i'm loving that like anyone taking work off my shoulders is more than welcomed uh, i'm making up our panel of four uh this evening uh bear with a couple of technical uh connectivity issues but i'm pretty sure we should have him loud and clear luke how you doing mate you good how are we feeling i'm good thanks tom how, how's everyone else 
Yeah, not bad, not bad. As you can tell, there's probably about a four, I'm going to guess four second delay in what we can hear from Luke, but we're going to be fine and we're going to make our way through it. Um, but good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you happen to be in the world uh, this evening. Uh, do make sure you drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here. Good morning to Ayush in the chat box, who joined us 106 minutes before the stream started uh, so we could get a hello read out. That is commitment. Um, so there you go, Ayush. Uh, welcome to the stream. Trevor, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you and Harvey and Anthony and Vivian. Thank you so much for joining. Plenty more of you in the chat box as well. Do drop a like on the video if you haven't done so already. Kian Mitrovic, are you scared? Are you scared? That's the question. I'm a scared aerial jewel-wise, kind of. Um, but everywhere else, no, not at all. Um, you're going to see later why a certain star of the match, I think, is going to be star of the match. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Mitrovic, he, he, may, he exposed Van Dijk, let's be honest. Um, but a few players have done that this season. Um, but we'll see. It's, it's going to be a big test. Uh, let's see how Saliba and Gabriel do get on. But that's if they play. Hopefully they play. Everything's good. Mm. Um, there's a few players that I want to see uh, come off the bench as well, like Vieira. I want to see what he's finally made of. Um, but yeah, I think attacking-wise, we'll definitely be able to run the legs off their defenders. But when it comes to Mitrovic, aerial duels, when it comes to his feet, I'm not really that worried. Fair enough. I, I love the confidence. Jeremy, are we equally sharing the confidence going up against who is probably, besides Jesus, the hottest striker in the Premier League, from a footballing standpoint, of course? <laughs> Well, yes. Uh, you, if you see my lineup, there's someone who would be making their debut as a starter for a very specific reason, mm. and that reason is Mitrovic. You'll see later, but I mean, Gabriel is very good in the air. Saliba, not as good, but he's young. That comes with age and reading the game. And yeah, like Kian said, when the ball at feet, I'm not scared of Mitrovic at all. Oh, well, confidence. I'm liking it. Let's see if Luke can make it a hat-trick or if there is concerns. Luke, talk to me about your feelings with, with Mitrovic. Is he someone that intimidates you? Uh, he'd intimidate me because I'm not a professional footballer, but I, don't, I think Saliba and, <laughs> and Gabriel should be. We, oh, sorry, I didn't realise you'd finished there, Luke. You know, <laughs> this is going to be an interesting show from this point of view. But no, I, I I, understand your point of view completely. If I was walking down a dark alley and ran into Alexander Vitrovic, I think I'd be pretty intimidated as well. But I'm just hoping that, that our defenders can, of course, deal with it. Um, let's talk about more ourselves, though, Kian, because we've had such good form of late. Do you think we're in a situation now whereby we just focus on ourselves rather than the opponents? Or do we need to be taking into account what they're capable of? Well, one hundred percent. You gotta you gotta play what's in front of you. Um, obviously, the last few games that we played, I find it very funny. Some fans from other clubs are saying, "Ah, oh, they didn't have a great performance." But how many times is that going to be said? Is it going to be that Arsenal made them have a bad performance because of how well we played? Um, like, let's be honest, Palace. Everyone said, "Ah, oh, they didn't play great," but then they go away and draw with Liverpool, and then they go away and beat Aston Villa. That just says how great we played. Um, and then the last three games, we should have scored more in every game. And what is it? We're walking away with three or nine goals from three games, which let's be honest, we wouldn't have expected that at the start. Um, but I'm I'm excited to kind of see um, how we get on with somebody who's going to be crossing balls in consistently, um, because most game most play, uh, teams we played so far 
haven't done that. It's kind of all been uh, on the floor of football. Um, so with the likes of Mitrovic, let's see how the lads in the back get on with heading the ball away. That's what I kind of want to see more from this game that we need to take into compared to the others. Uh, Nav says we need to take everything into account. Ran says Mitrovic is a threat, but he will not win the game on his own. Um, and look, I think that when it comes down to someone as good as Mitrovic, of course, yes, I think you need to work on how you're going to nullify the threat. But we have been playing so well and, and we restricted Bournemouth in particular to so few opportunities in the game that I don't necessarily think that uh, that Fulham should be kind of our main focus in preparation. The free-flowing football, Jeremy, from Arsenal has been excellent so far. I mean, Martinelli, Jesus, Saka. And while Saka's been probably the quietest of the three, those three in particular, teams just can't seem to handle them. I mean, do you imagine there's going to be another dominant performance on Saturday? Yeah, especially when you look at their back line, which is far and away the weakest part of their squad. Uh, Tim Ream, I mean, he's an American in the Premier League. We know how that always goes. Um, so oh, it's they, they're all just too fast for them. There's no, there's no pace in that back line, really, besides Tete. And when they're interchanging, you know, teams just get confused because mm. he, he was Martinelli was on the left and now, now he's in front of you at the center, and then Jesus on the left. So I feel like if they keep on interchanging, keep on playing that fluid football, not many teams can really stop us. Mm. No, that's fair enough. I think that we've got a lot of momentum going into this game and, and a lot of those players in the forward line are going to be the ones that help us. Um, Luke, are you still there? Or have, we, have we lost connection to you completely at this point? You've you managed to keep yourself a straight face for quite a long time, so I'm just concerned we may have lost him. I, I think we may have lost Luke. Hopefully we can get him back at some point a little bit later on in the show. As connection goes, it's probably as well as uh, I've seen Mustafi defend at some times. Um, let's uh, let's jump into our lineups then for the game going ahead. Uh, let's go to Kian's team first. Talk us through your selection, my friend, and what you've got yeah. for. So basically, like everyone else, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, we're playing very well with this team. Uh, ben White is actually my biggest shock. I didn't expect him to be as good at right back as what he is. Um, and it kind of showed how good he is going forward as well, uh, especially with the uh, Odegaard's second goal last week. Um, and when you see Stair the match there, as Tom said beforehand, with an amazing hairline, um, I think Gabriel is going to be a big man for this game. I, somebody said in the chat, uh, it's going to be a street brawl uh, between him and Mitrovic, uh, which I do 100% agree. Um, and the fact that everyone's saying how great of a defender Saliba is, he's going to try and go for Gabriel. Um, and Gabriel, what, last year he got the most aerial duel wins um, attacking. Uh, I want to see what he's like properly defending against a beast, basically, that is Mitrovic. Um mm. It'll be interesting as well to see Zinchenko and White what they're like with the, the amount of crosses that are going to be coming in. Um, same with Parte. Uh, let's hope they can kind of minimise what, what's going to be happening. But yeah, I think there's not pressure per se on Gabriel um, because of the, re the way Saliba's playing, but he's going to want to prove himself as well at the same time. So that's why I think this is going to be a huge game for him. And also his first game was against Fulham where he did score. So let's hope that he gets that header by again. 
Yeah, very true. Very true indeed. I mean, Gabriel scored five goals last season in the Premier League. Uh, interestingly, we're being linked with a potential move for a opposition specialist on set pieces. Of course, we have Nicholas Jova at the club right now who's done brilliant things for our set pieces for ourselves. Do you think having someone that analyses kind of the where we can exploit the other team is going to be a bigger benefit to us? Absolutely. Because what was it last year? We scored so many goals. Um from corners, like Partey, they're only his goals. He's only scored from a corner, I think. Mm. Um, same, like Jesus, he's already got two goals from a corner. So, like, if we're scoring goals, it can only benefit us more by uh, having somebody know exactly where to put the ball and what way it does exploit because we got the players that can put the ball in the back of the net. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and on the bench, I'm trying to look across about who you've left out, but I see Onani, I see Lukonga, I see Holding. No Marquinhos yet involved in things, no. but Vieira's on there. Do you think this could be the opportunity where we see his debut? I really hope so. I saw his training video um, earlier on today. If you haven't seen it, check it out. And the guy looks incredible. As well as the, the partnership we have between Odegaard and Saka, we're getting a really good as you say, bromance between Martinelli and Vera, And I think it could really work as well. Um, they could have a perfect chemistry to actually make uh, more runs in behind and stuff and know where they are, uh, especially two Portuguese speaking, with, same with J Jesus as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited to see Vieira. And we got the Vieira chant back as well, which would be great. Mm, we have indeed. Uh, we'll have to see if that takes hold across the Emirates. Uh, we're going to try and bring Luke back into the fold and we'll go for one more attempt to see if we can get him to go through his lineup. If not, I mean, I can always do it justice as best I can. Uh, Luke, can you hear me? Can you see me? Yes, I can. Lovely stuff. Uh, there's still the slight delay, but I'm going to let you go for gold in your lineup, mate. So talk me through it. Sticking with a winning team, uh, I missed what the other what Kian was saying. I don't know if Jeremy's spoken yet, but um, yeah, I like what I've seen from uh, Sinchenko. I think he's enabling Shaka to move forward more forward, and uh, be interesting to see how many goals Shaka might get this season. He's not obviously renowned for that, but he's already got one goal and two assists. He's possibly changing people's minds. He's changed my mind a little bit on him. Odegaard, uh, I was really pleased to see him last last week, really. Yeah, just smashing that ball in, taking it off Jesus the way he did. I love to see that. Mm. And obviously, um, the, rest, yeah, the rest pick itself, Saliba, has been brilliant. And I think, um, I know you've mentioned about possibly aerially, you know, not being... As good as he can be, so Mitrovic will be a real, real test for him. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Gabriel Jesus is, is your five-star man in the team. Uh, is he just going to be the most important player for us throughout the entire season at this point, Luke? Hundred uh, percent. He, the way he presses, or. You know, the, the centre on the athletic today talking about how his offside goal at Bournemouth came about from that. He's going to be an absolute nightmare. And with the other two, uh, obviously, yeah, Martinelli and Saka have caused problems. But now you've got three of them 
play, you know, causing problems. And we didn't really have that last season, did we? So, absolutely. Um, a massive thank you to Luke. Luke, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow you to to jump off if you if when you say bye though, give us your prediction uh, for the scoreline as well. Uh, it's just because the connection is is to a point where I can't really muddle through it as long as I can now as I wanted to. But say goodbye and also uh, give us your score prediction for the game, my friend. We're going to win 3-0, boys. I'll, ch- I'll catch you later. Fantastic stuff. Thank you, Luke. Much appreciated. I appreciate you sticking around, even with the connection being as bad as it was. But really appreciate it, Luke. 3-0 is positive. Love to see that. Uh, let's round off our lineups from the guests with Jeremy's. Talk me through your team, fella. Well, I know Kian said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if we have Ben White at right back, Mitrovic might break it for us. So... If you see two of his goals this season were just crosses to the back post against Trent and Hickey, both of whom are, I think, they're, they're both tall, but they're not physical. And White, Ben White is six foot, six foot one, but he's not that dominant physical presence in the box like one Takahiro Tomiyasu, who I think is the best aerial fullback in the league statistically. Mm. And I feel, and we don't lose that much, like technically. Tomiyasu also has a very good passing range. He's also very uh, ambipedal, can use both feet, can receive at multiple angles. He's very secure. I don't. I think that this is the type of game for Tomiyasu when they have a big physical guy, when they want to hoof balls into the box. But everyone else, also part. I just want to say Partey, especially against Leicester, he's looked kind of shaky, kind of dodgy. I want to see that that second half form from him that we saw last season. Absolutely. And Martinelli, your star man, talk us through the selection. Uh, they're right back. Kenny Tete is a very, like, attack-minded right back. He's not – he's more of a modern fullback, I think. He's not very He's not very good on one-on-one situations. I think Martinelli is just going to take advantage of that, just like he did with Fafana, who mm. is apparently worth 80 million pounds. But um, <laughs> I just think he's going to – if he can do that to Fafana, I'm just ima- – like, just imagine what he could do to Tete. That's how I'm thinking about it. Oh, it's, it makes complete sense. Um, I think if we're going to uh, kind of exploit any area of the team, that right back position clearly seems like somewhere that we can take advantage of things. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's a really good shout uh, with Martinelli. Um, I've gone with Granit Xhaka as my five-star player, keeping the same lineup as last season. Look, this is a, he's a fantasy asset at this stage. Two, as, as Luke was saying, two assists and a goal so far from midfield. He's got, I think, collected more points this season than potentially Mohamed Salah has collected in midfield, which is kind of crazy. Um, but he's been absolutely excellent um, so far and uh, his position is obviously the one that people are focusing on in the transfer window do we need to bring in someone into that area for competition for strength and depth you'd have to say yes but a player like Tillemans, even as good as he is, I don't think gets in over Granit Xhaka in the starting lineup right now. And and he's been brilliant for us. I hope that Saka has a five-star performance. I think if he gets a goal, that's going to enable him to kind of, you know, grab things by the scruff of the neck and really push on. He is and can be a confidence player. If you remember ahead of the North London derby last season at home, he went something like 17 games without scoring. So absolutely we need to see Saka get a goal and then fingers crossed we can uh, push forward from there. Um, Before we go and get predictions, a couple of kind of, actually no, we'll do predictions first and then we'll talk a little bit about transfers because we've had some transfer news of course dropped today. Um, Kian, give me your scoreline and scorers please. Um, It'd be rude if I didn't say it. Uh, Actually, I'm going to go 3-0 as well. Um, 
my boy Martinelli is going to score. I'm going to be with Jeremy on that one. I think he's going to absolutely demolish that right back. Because um, as everyone says, Trent and James are apparently the best right right backs in the league, and he's made them look like dance or dancing and ice uh, contestants. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to go Jesus, Martinelli, and I think Vieira is going to score off the bench. Interesting. That would be a, quite the debut and certainly kick his career off at Arsenal in the right way. Jeremy, what are you going for? Feeling a, a 2 nil. I think it's going to be one of those frustrating games where they hold on for an hour, maybe 70 minutes, but then they just can't hold on the last 20. I'll go with Martinelli and Jesus. Lovely stuff. I'm going for a 4 nil win. Uh, I saw what I predicted on Monday and I have to stick with it. I mean... It would be incredible to, to get a 4-0 victory. Uh, it would be a lovely wedding present. I'll be very honest. Um, I would much enjoy that. Uh, and I hopefully it's Gabby, Gabby, Gabby. And Gabby, because as we know, William Saliba's middle name is Gabrielle. So if Saliba, uh, Gabriel Magalash and Martinelli and Jesus can all pick up a goal in a 4-0 win, that would be quite the, the fantastic scoreline and result for us. Uh, let's jump into the chat. Uh, Jake says, I think 3-0 is easily achievable. I can see it being 3-1. Omar says 3-0 to the Arsenal. Jesus with two and Martinelli with one. DMC's going five to the Arsenal and seeing us play on fire. Uh, Varaprad says 4-1. Rancy says 3-1. Saka, Gabby and Gabby. Uh, the two forwards, that is. Paul says, I think 4-0. And Mitrovic to get sent off. That would be hilarious. Although, I don't know what Fulham's next four, three games are. So, if they are playing up against Spurs or Chelsea in the next, which they are, they have Spurs and Chelsea within the next three games, would you believe it? So, I don't want Mitrovic to get sent off. I would quite like to see him maintain that scoring record after we absolutely batter them. Sarvik says 4-1. Um, why did my chat just disappear for no reason? Let me scroll up a little second. There we go. Sarvik says 4-1. Christian says 4-0. Jesus Martinelli and Odegaard. Dan going for a 4-1 win. Nav going for a 4-2. Clockwork Tangerine going 4-1. Gabriel Jesus with two. Saka with a penalty and Martinelli with a goal. Zamir going for a 5-0. Jesus Martinelli, Gabby, Saliba and Odegaard. Drushki going for a 4-0. Jason with a 2-1. Gunny Gunnar with a 3-0. And uh, BX Gunner saying that Jack is going to get one from range. I'll throw up the rest of your predictions, guys, in the chat whilst we're having a little bit of a chat about transfers. Uh, there was a super chat that came in as well from Craig. Good friend Craig, who, of course, donated our FTL scarf, you can see in the background. Um, TC, I'm predicting a 4-1 Arsenal victory. Scarf still looking sexy in the background. Love it, my friend. It is indeed. It's taken pride of place, place on the wall. Hopefully, I'm going to get my Canadian Gunas one at the live event soon that Harry's been holding on to for me as well. So it's going to start uh, really filling up the wall behind me with Arsenal scars, which is lovely to see. So before we wrap up, we've got just under 10 minutes left. Let's have a bit of transfer chat. Kian Pepe on his way to Nice on loan. As Jeremy said at the start of the show, Nice look like they're going to be covering most of his wages with that £140,000 per week, which is a big kind of weight, I suppose, off the bill financially. What do you make of that? And with then being no option, of course, in that deal? Absolutely delighted. I drove him to the airport if he wanted to. Uh, I'm I can't <laughs> wait for him to leave. Uh, he's one of our like. If he actually came on the pitch and beat one man, I'd be happy. Uh, he's he comes on does the only thing he ever done was the Wolves goal, I suppose. Um, but at the same time, he didn't have to run past anyone. He just had to turn and poke it in. Um, he wasn't worth the money. Let's be honest. Uh, and he's the last one of the last pieces of puzzle that was an Emery transfer, uh, even though most people say that he wasn't wanted by Emery. Um, but yeah, no, delighted. Get Pepe out of the club. Happy days. And he's going to be playing with Ramsey as well, which is probably 
a thing that kind of like might motivate him if he does come back. Ramsey might kind of tell him what it means to play for Arsenal because he doesn't look interested at all. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I stand. I'm not a Pepe fan. I mean, you're not really sitting on the fence there. It's fair no. to say. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy, where do you sit on Pepe? Do you agree as stringently as uh, as Kian is there on Pepe, or do you have um, more sympathy for the player? I mean, I guess I have sympathy for him because a lot of guys that have these awesome seasons, the Liga or the La Liga, they come to the Premier League expecting to just hit the ground running, but the pace of play and the physicality is just at a whole new level, and you could tell. That, that that hit Pepe differently. He just, every time he got the ball, it felt like play slowed down. He was getting muscled off the ball. And everyone was talking about how hard it is. Like, why can't we just sell him now? Or why can't we just get rid of Maitland Niles? Like, selling these guys overseas is so tough because all the money's in England. Pepe's on 140000 a week. Basically, no one outside of England can pay that. And if they can, they don't want him. Bayern don't want Nico Pepe like Real or whoever. So I think it's, I don't know how Edu managed to get them to pay the majority of his wages, but props to him. And yeah, I guess now it's, what's that mean? Time for Neto. Oh, yes. Well, that's going to be my next question. Um, it does seem to be that Neto, oh, I mean, it's not does seem to be, it is the case that Neto is the priority target. Kian, if if it is to be Neto, how exciting is that of a signing when we've been linked to the likes of Diaby, you know, Gakpo as, as other players, we've been linked to Pino. Does Neto stand out for you amongst those? Yeah, to me, it's like chocolate cheese. Let's be honest. <laughs> I absolutely love Neto then. Um, it, it will worry me a little bit because of how much uh, I love Martinelli, Saka, and Jesus playing together. Obviously, mm. with the price tag, we'll have to try get Neto in there. But again, squad depth is a huge thing. If we can have the likes of Neto coming off the bench, Martinelli or Saka, one of them coming off the bench, like it just says a lot about what's to come. Like Liverpool had Diaz, Mane, uh, Jata, Salah, Firmino. So like it it does it does excite me a lot. Um, but It'll be interesting to see uh, how the other, how the new, uh, the current Arsenal players get on with it. Like, will they, will it motivate them to play better, mm-hmm. or will one or two drop off? But yeah, Neto, Neto's very, very promising player, I think. Jeremy, views on on Pedro Neto? Uh it'd be, it'd be class. I mean, I remember the during the whole Rafinha saga, our fans were like, "Oh, does this mean that Saka is actually going to go to City?" And that's just like not the case. He'd be a rotation option. Like when City, they had last season, they had Sterling, Foden, Jesus, Bernardo Silva, Mares, Grealish. You know, you need like to to compete in the four big competitions. You need at least five of these guys if you play in a front three to to really succeed. So then we'd have then we'd have the numbers and the quality. More important because very clearly, Saka needs a rest. He's played what over 50 games in the past calendar year, probably. Mm. He played every single game in the Premier League, and then he had the cups and all that. So having Neto to just be there with a very small, if at all, drop off in quality, I think you have to get it done. But the 50 million pounds might be—I'm not an accountant, but that does seem a bit <laughs> does seem a bit high for me based it on does. 
he's shown us. Yeah, it does. Maybe it's potentially that Arsenal are able to get kind of a lower fee, but the rest are in add-ons or the structure of the deal enables Arsenal to do the deal a lot easier. Um, I think the biggest asset to us is obviously the fact that George Mendes is, is involved in this. I never thought I'd really be talking about George Mendes so complimentary, but uh, he is a big part of why we managed to get Fabio Vieira done on the choir and for a, a very good fee that's said to be, you know, he's, I think his release clause was close to £40 million and we paid £34 million, you know, in the end for him. So uh, I think that there's the potential to get this deal done with George Mendes involved. Uh, Joshua with a super chat says, Chukwesi, Brahim, Diaz or Terrier, Martin Terrier that is. Um, what about them instead of Neto? Not for me. I don't think I'd pick any of those over Neto. I love the fact that he's got that Premier League experience. I love the fact that he can play in any of the front three positions as well. His injury that he faced with the knee is not a recurring issue. It's not like an ACL or something like that. It is, um, it's it's an injury that's, you know, it's, it was a fracture of his kneecap. So it's that kind of recovery on the bone rather than it being a ligament problem. Once, once you do your ACL, you know, it's never the same again. You can have surgery and you can repair it. You know, you can trust me on this. I've had it done. I've had surgery on my ACL. Once you do it, you know, it, it, you you don't get it back the same. It's not like a bone fixing itself. Ligaments don't fix themselves. You have to have them either replaced with that of, of, of a donor uh, or you have to get them basically replaced you through using tendons from your hamstring, So, which is the, the, the process that I had. So it's, it's never the same as it was initially, whereas obviously a, a fixed kneecap, you might have metal in place to kind of hold it and keep it together, but it's completely different. Um, so yes, that's, that's very different indeed. Um, but it's looking good. I mean, I'm positive about how the window might potentially finish for Arsenal. We'll of course continue to cover that across all of our platforms. And of course, with our 8am update shows, um, but we're going to bring the show to a close. Kian, thank you so much for your time. As always, tell people they can find you and what you're going to be up to. Cheers, Tom. Yeah, um, obviously, come on the Discord. Um, obviously, I don't want to bring down the mood, but a big uh, a big loss we've had during the week. Um, mm. Sadly, it was actually my birthday as well on the day. Uh, but losing Vinny was a very bad day for all of us. Um, so just on behalf of Vinny and his family, I do want to ap- apologize for the loss. Um, and another thing, if you're thinking about joining Discord, if you're thinking of coming on the podcast, Vinny would have been the first person to get every single person on here. Um, I'll try my best to Photoshop Tom's face for you to take over, <laughs> but no one can do it as well as him. Um, but yeah, like, please like, share, get on Discord. Uh, the, the family that we're growing on that is incredible. Um, and Vinny is a huge, huge part of that, but sadly he's gone. Um, so yeah, uh, big up Vinny. Uh, I know he's looking down on every single one of us and let's hope Arsenal can do well for him this week. Um, but yeah, if you can find me on Twitter and find me on Instagram as well on that, but I just thought that, uh, he, it would have been a shame not to bring such a hero up. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. Indeed, no well said. Mate. Well said. Um, you said before we before we came live, Kian sent me a few pictures that Vinny had actually already found that he'd photoshopped uh, of uh, of you with Martinelli and with Bellerin, of course. So it wasn't just me that Vinny ripped apart in the Discord server with Photoshop. He, he liked to take the mick out of others as well with great taste. But Jeremy, thank you for coming on the show, mate. Tell people where they can find you and what you're going to be up to. I can find me in the Discord. Just be usually in the transfer channel, arguing with people. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> Debating with people rather than like <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, obviously again, I mean it's hard to follow Kian, but Benny was just a top just a top guy overall. I remember my first the first time I asked, like it was like kind of like 
happen. I'm like, oh, if it's like not a problem, and he's like, go, go, go do it. Like he's yeah. like, go, go do it. And he fought till the end. He's just a great guy. But yeah, you can find me in the Discord. It's a great community. Everyone's really friendly, really funny. It's just a good time. It is indeed. Thank you, Jeremy, for that. Uh, thank you, Kian, as well, both of you. Really kind words. Um, yeah, for those that, that don't know, um, just to enlighten you if you weren't, but a long-time member of the channel, Vinny Eagle, did pass away uh, earlier this week. Uh, and the preview show that we're doing today is obviously the first preview show we've done since uh, we learned of Vinny's passing, and he was kind of a big pusher of, of new people to come onto the show. He would pester people like crazy um, and, and really push them to get on. And so, yeah, there's people that, you know, now just because they're in the discord and, and we've gone through this awful time, you know, there's a lot of people that are, are trying to jump on now because of, of what Vinny's done in the past. So a massive thank you to that. And I think it's probably well time to, to then bring up, of course, that uh, unfortunately it was cancer that took Vinny away from us. And we are doing a live show to help support uh, that cause with the leukemia and lymphoma society. Uh, it's on the 2nd of September. Uh, there's a really good group of guests to come along to visit. Um, Mike from the Gunners Pod is hosting it. I'm one of the guests on the panel along with James Benj and FK from Latte Firm and Harry Simeon from Chronicles of Aguna, Mike himself, of course, and Sophie from the Hybrid Squad. So if you are available on Friday evening on the 2nd of September and you can get down to the Ridley Road Social Club in North London, make sure you get a ticket. They're £5 and that £5 is a uh, donation towards the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So absolutely uh, worth getting down. There's only about 100 tickets uh, on the night, and I think they're already setting pretty fast. So make sure uh, you don't miss out on one. Thank you so much for listening. And, uh, just Come one on, more mate. thing. Of course you can. If, if Granite Jack uh, somehow watches this, please, please, please just give Vinny a shout out. He loved you, and he backed you up <laughs> in every single way. Yeah. Well, as we know, Granite does watch all of our shows. But, yeah, yeah. Uh... I had a feeling, so I said I'd have to, <laughs> have to just throw it out there in case he saw it. Indeed. Uh, we will be working on something special, I'm sure, uh, for the near future. Fingers crossed. So we'll uh, give you details about that when we can. Um, but yeah, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening. Uh, if you would like to come on to the preview show, as the boys said, and if you would like to join our Discord server, you go to the link tree in the video description. Uh, you can join up as a member, as one of our expert members or TGT ambassadors, and then that gives you access to the Discord. If the link for whatever is not working in the community tab, that's where you find the link to join it after you've joined up as a member. Uh, just drop me a comment on this video and I'll chuck a new link into the community tab as well. Uh, thank you, Chatbox. Absolute legends, as always. We will see you tomorrow morning live at 8 a.m. to bring you the latest Arsenal news. Fingers crossed we've got a lot to talk about regarding potential incomings. But I have a feeling that outgoings initially may be what dominate the conversation. We'll wait and see. Drop a like, subscribe. We'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal and up the Vinny. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.